Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the Conversation Station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. Well, good evening from one very, very cold Indianapolis, Indiana. Next week, we'll originate from Naples, Florida. We're going to escape some of this cold weather. But we don't want to hear about the weather. We want to talk some sports. And let's turn it Unfortunately, over not all of us get to escape this cold <laughs> weather. No. Now, the question I have, Bill, if you're going to Florida about uh, Tuesday, are you a pitcher or a catcher? I'm either one. I'm a two-way player. Either way. Can you run? Are you one of those guys that you can pitch it and then run in and catch it? Are you one of those exactly. really cool guys? Uh, yes. I'm, and maybe I'm, she's like Otani, Chris, can do both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do everything with either hand. Well, okay. Here we are. It's uh, Sports Lounge uh, number 79. Uh, one, one, one of my, yeah, 79 it is. <laughs> What's the matter with me? February 9th and uh, 2020. Uh, the Super Bowl is behind us. And of course, we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to be talking about the uh, Super Bowl, the NFL, a couple of NFL news notes. We have a college football note. Then we're going to talk about the XFL because it really got off to a pretty good start. Uh, Sean and, and um, Robert and I, and we, by the way, have our other panelists here. Our fourth panelist is Robert Herrick, a.k.a. Ringside Robert. He's with us, of course, along with Sean Perry and myself, Chris. And uh, so we were going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about uh, the NFL, a couple of notes, and a uh, college football note, and then the XFL. Then we're going to go on to, I think we're going to do uh, baseball. Base, baseball next. Yep. And the Mookie Brett trade will probably take about 10 minutes to explain because it's been changing at all times, so we, we will do that. And also, we need to cover the Mets. The Mets had a change this week too that we need to talk about. Oh yeah, and we certainly have some Mets fans in the audience. And, and there, and there was a, there was a deal, Chris, with the Mets too that we'll have to cover. Um, Rob Manford is not happy with media people working for teams, and we'll cover that a little bit too. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. and uh, that's right. He uh, he put his foot down. Well, okay, we'll, we'll come down. We'll, we'll, all right, we'll get to that. That's and our then, teaser, okay. Robert. We'll cover it that's later. Teaser. Teaser. Then yeah. uh, we should probably sneak in college basketball right about there, and then we'll do yeah. the NBA and the NHL, and I think that'll be our pretty full agenda. Yeah. But, Sean, why don't you run down some of the uh, information about the show here? All right, folks, we want to thank those of you who are not watching the Oscars right now, or if you are watching the Oscars, you're listening later, and you're learning about uh, why you're politically wrong no matter what side you're on or why you're socially <laughs> wrong or morally wrong or whatever, all the acceptance speeches, which is basically what the Oscars is now anyway. But anyway all right, but anyway, enough with that. Uh, the Oscar, By the way, the Oscar for Best uh, Director Producer on The Legend uh, uh, talk show is supposed to Bill Sparks. So. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. So there you go. We got, and we got our Oscar out of the way. But any, all right, first of all, if you would like to call in at any time throughout this show, dial six four, download the Zoom app or dial 646-876-9923, then enter code 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key if you're on your phone, if you're on your smartphone, you don't, you know, just, you know hit the pound key a couple times if you're in there. Uh, star 9 raises your hand on the phone, Alt-Y on the computer, the more key on your smart device. Uh, leave us a comment or question if you're listening throughout the week at any time, 800 693 0595 option two. That is also where you can leave comments for all the shows over there, I'm sure. Uh, also, uh, interact with us throughout the week. The Sports Lounge Board, 712-432-3642. Uh, board 9 is the Sports Lounge Board. Board 13 is the Schedules Board. All your Sirius XM, when it comes to baseball, your league schedules, your TV schedules, all that stuff. Check that out. But last week, man, what a Super Bowl 54. And we're not just talking about J-Lo's butt showing. At halftime. <laughs> okay. You know, I didn't even know we had a. Was that a malfunction or a, a, war, a wardrobe? No, no. Plan, it was a. It way. was a. It was a. It was a show. She brought a stripper pole her out there during yeah. her halftime okay. show. And she cured. So that was none like the other time. It wasn't a malfunction. No, no. This, this was a plan. This was no, a plan. This was this a plan was a, deal. A I like a woman with a plan, especially a plan like yes. this. Okay. At fifty years old, Sean. There you go. All right. Yeah. Hey, fifty. Fifty is young when you're seventy, Sean. Come on. We're you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, so the deal 
deal with the Super Bowl was very interesting because it, it it looked like for three quarters everything I said was coming true. San Francisco had control of the game. They were at twenty to ten. They had really about behind. three. Really, Chris, about three and a half quarters. Three and a half, three quarters. And a half quarters. They they were leading by by ten points with six uh, something to go. And the next thing you know, uh, you know, Jake. Uh, I mean, uh, Patrick uh, Mahomes went crazy. I must call him Jake Alom. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes uh, went crazy. Uh, they he were they were shutting him down. They were talking about uh, on the San Francisco broadcast, and I did do what I said I would do is had the Chiefs on, on the stereo and San Francisco on Miss A, and uh, they were talking about how uh, uneasy he looked in the pocket and everything else. They had a big play called back. Then he, he was, what, third and 15? He hit the long one anyway, and yep. they went down. They scored a touchdown. They got another one, and then a, a, what to them would have been a garbage touchdown, you would have thought, although that got me a square in a Super Bowl, so I won 300 bucks. So that's all yep. right, the 31 to 20. Yeah. That was a good, t- good touchdown for me. But in the last, apparently the Patriots comeback started in the last 10 minutes also. So they yes. said, I heard the statistic that Kyle Shanahan as offensive coordinator of Atlanta and as coach of San Francisco has been outscored in the last 10 minutes of the Super Bowl, 46 to nothing. That is correct. He's been, he's been involved in the two biggest Super Bowl comebacks in history on the right. other end. Right. Yeah. And you really yeah. got to give it to the Chiefs. They came from 24 down against uh, Houston, 10 down against Tennessee, and 10 down in the fourth quarter, even harder, against uh, against San Francisco. And really, San Francisco was in control. Garoppolo missed a few plays, but, you know, he was doing all right. He was managing the game. The rushing was going okay. They were controlling, they were controlling the clock. But suddenly, you know, DeLome caught fire, and uh, even, uh, they uh, ran Mahomes. him off the field, Mahomes. really. Mahomes. Mahomes. I did it. I knew I would do that. Oh, jeez. Anyway, one, one of the things that we forgot to and, mention and of course. Chris, nobody, nobody yep. is going to pay any attention to us anymore because we all said if they got down like that, they weren't going to come back and win. That's that, right. Yeah. Well, Kansas so City don't, don't pay atten- So don't pay attention yeah. to our predictions. Well, we did say Kansas City could come back. If Kansas yeah. City fell behind, well, we said if San Francisco would have a hard time in coming yeah. back. Yeah, we said, because I picked, remember, I picked Kansas City anyway. Yeah, so you guys all picked Kansas City. I picked San Francisco, and congratulations yeah. to you guys. But again, for uh, three and a half yeah. quarters, it, it was San Francisco's game, and it was there. You know, if you look at it like a basketball game, it was their pace. You know, they wanted the slow-down game, and they had it, and it yeah, got away the, from them. The, 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 the fifth-year drought is over. So, and yep, can, that's yes, right. And, and, and congratulations to Pierre and Rick, who live, both listen to this show. Big yeah. winners in the Larry and Jimmy football that's contest. Right. Pierre number one, Rick number two. And speaking yeah, of Rick... Okay, go ahead. Oh, well, before we get to that, hold on. Before we get to okay. that, another interesting thing came out of the Super Bowl. This is in the parade, and I'm sure Pam heard about this, but <laughs> but and I know she didn't go to the parade. She said that on the coffee club, but uh, I guess a car jumped the barricade at the parade on Wednesday and started going down, and the police were chasing him, and the fans were just cheering him on and everything. So. Okay. But well, it, hey, yeah, you know, I'm sure by Wednesday, still. it's one of the few days you'd go out in the out in the street and get drunk uh, on a Wednesday morning, you know, to watch those parades, and uh, people enjoy those oh, yeah. things. Yep. But anyway, we have what we, uh, we we mentioned it last week briefly, but we, we do this every year. My friend Rick uh, in, in uh, Massachusetts came up with, who came in second in Larry's contest with Pierre winning it, uh, came up with a thing a few years ago where he he awards three points to the Super Bowl winner and one point for the Super Bowl participant. So you get to see over the years, the 54 years of Super Bowl competition, how these teams line up and what have been the stronger teams and so forth. And it's kind of fun to run it down each year after it's over. So, of course, just to uh, start with the Patriots, number one at 23, what does that mean? They've won six Super Bowls and lost five. So you get six times, three times, six times three is 18, and then the five loses, losses, they got points for that. So that's 23. So just an example of how it works. So they're at number one with 23. Pittsburgh second at 20. Dallas third at 18. They haven't scored any points in this uh, competition in almost 24 years or whatever. Yeah. They're 25 years, but they're still in third place. That's right. San Francisco, San Francisco moved up a bit in the fourth with 17. Uh, we have Denver fifth with 14. The Giants at 13. Green Bay at 13. Oakland at 11. And again, the Raiders have had a drought, but they still have 11 points. Yeah, 17 years. Uh, yeah. 18 years. Now. Yeah, we 18 now. Washington at 11. There's a long drought, too. Uh-huh. Miami at 9. Now, there's a drought for you. The last time yeah. they were in the Super Bowl was 1985. But That's correct. Dan points. Marino. Yep. yep. Indianapolis with 8. We have Kansas City now with seven. They passed a few teams by uh, mm-hmm. winning, getting those three points the other day. So okay. In other words, with them, they've got two Super Bowl wins for six and one loss. It's, it makes seven points. That, yeah. Baltimore, Baltimore six. They're two and zero oh in Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Rams are six. Uh, Seattle at five. Philadelphia at five. Buffalo at four. What are the Buffalo four? With a four, they made in a row. That's what they've got. Yeah. yeah. Chicago with four. 
Minnesota with four. Again, same same kind of record as Buffalo, 0-4 at Super Bowls, but they did make it four times. Uh-huh. The Jets with three there, one uh, Joe Namath win back in the day. Yep. New Orleans with three, they got one win there. Tampa Bay, same thing, three, they got one win. Uh-huh. Cincinnati, two, with two losses. Atlanta, two, with two losses. Carolina, two, same thing. Yep. Tennessee, one appearance. The Chargers with one appearance. Arizona with one appearance, but all losses and the teams that don't have any points in this competition, and some haven't played the whole time. Uh, right. But we'll start with Detroit because they played all those years and they don't have any points at all. Last time they won a championship was 1957. Correct. Cleveland was zero. Of course, they've been out in and out. Uh, Houston's only been around since 2002. They have none. And Jacksonville since 95. They have none. So there you go. So uh, Boy, am I glad Tennessee in. only has that one point because yeah, they nearly, they nearly yeah, have, three they have three They might have three. They might have three. Very easily could have had three. Yeah, and and speaking of Jacksonville, that's a yes. good segue into the uh, next thing. Yeah, go ahead, Robert. Um, uh, the NFL announced uh, whether it was Tuesday or Wednesday of this week the Jacksonville Jaguars, and this is so stupid in my opinion. Uh, they already they're already short one home game a year because they play in London. Well, guess what? If you live in Jacksonville, Florida, and you're a season ticket holder, instead of having eight games at home. No, you're not going to have eight games. You're not going to have seven games. You're only going to have six. Why? Because Shad Khan and the NFL and their infinite wisdom is going to play back-to-back games in London this year. Okay. But I question, and someone brought this up, and I never thought about this till now. If they were drawing in Jacksonville, would they be doing this? No, I mean well, yeah, they Sean, would not be doing. Yeah, they would not be doing this if people in Jacksonville showed up to their games. Which you know, Sean, in, in my was, opinion, in my opinion, they're going to eventually wind up moving to the UK because well, I don't know if they'll move. I don't know if they move to London. They may or may not. I mean, the NFL likes having different teams over there, but they have the. I could see. I could see them moving to another city, but if they do that, then you won't see two games in the UK. You won't see. From Jacksonville you know, or from anybody. Because remember, guys, before before the Rams and Raiders and Chargers got their situation settled, every year you'd have four games in London. You'd have one with Jacksonville, one with one with the Chargers, one with the Rams, and one with the Raiders. Well, the Rams, Raiders, and Chargers, as of the 2020 season, will now have permanent places to play. So Jacksonville has to fill in one of the slots that the NFL lost. Well, they, they had they had six games this last year. Yeah, I know, I think, didn't they? Yeah, they had six. And no, I think you'll see different teams kind of go. I mean, even if they go over there, you may see the anybody. If Jacksonville were if Jacksonville were drawing, and Jacksonville is the well, right now they used to be the smallest market, but then after Katrina, after New Orleans dropped, they're the well, they're the third smallest because of Green Bay. But they used to be the second smallest, you know, behind Green Bay. But New Orleans, Lebron, they're the forty-sixth largest market. There's there's six or seven markets. There are actually about eight. eight there's a bunch of markets ahead of them that do not have a team, including yeah. St. Louis, San Diego, San Antonio, Austin, uh, Louisville, right. Uh, right. Norfolk, all these cities. But and no one's showing up to their games anyway. So that's the main reason in they're doing it because they get more money probably out of those two games in London than they do on their six home games in Jacksonville, unfortunately. And, you know, I thought, I always question, honestly, and nothing against people at Jacksonville, but I always question whether Jacksonville was the right place for an NFL team. And you remember a lot of that happened because the Ravens moved to Baltimore, the Rams moved to St. Louis, the New England deal with St. Louis didn't happen. So they, you know, all these, because originally they had talked about St. Louis and Baltimore were going to be the teams. Now, Carolina, Carolina has been different for them, at least showing up to support their team. Where Jacksonville, they haven't. So I kind of question, I, I question, I'm like, you know what, play in London, but I'd be saying. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think they're going to move. I, I don't think they're going to move to London because there would have to be. And you can, hey, you can pay for anything. You can, <laughs> but you have to pay. Like, if you're going to keep them in the, uh, in the South, and I think they would still do that because they do not want to disrupt the AFC East. Miami is a big rivalry for everybody. They don't want, you know, with the Jets, the Patriots, and Buffalo all love playing Miami, the, the yeah, history and all that. That's a, the divisions been together since 1966. What? You know, I think that you'd, you'd maybe have to pay Houston, Tennessee, and Indianapolis a bunch of money to go over once. Once a year, they'd rotate, and then you bring in whatever other team is on Jacksonville schedule if you want to keep doing this. Before we get to other things, we do have a hand. Okay. Okay, go ahead, Sean. Dick, Dick, how's it going? Oh, Dick, okay. Oh, it's doing, it's going well. I was very pleased with that Super Bowl comeback by the Chiefs. 
Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. I questioned what was going on uh, with the coach of the uh, 49ers uh, when they were running the ball all, all game, and at the end he started passing. Uh, it's uh-huh. almost like Kyle Shanahan, can't, he can't handle prosperity. This is two Super Bowls in a row that he's been involved in where his team has had a lead, and in the fourth quarter he doesn't know how to close the game. It's, well, the problem know. is, you know, now you, you, you always, whenever there's, nowadays, this is what we do. We say, here's the hero, here's the villain, uh, here's the goat or whatever. And mm-hmm. before, and not goat, the greatest of all time like Tom Brady, I'm talking right. the goat of the goat horn. And the yeah. thing is, now the goat horns went over to him from Andy Reid. Andy Reid can't win the big one. He can't do this. He can't do that. He can't manage the clock, whatever. And he comes, they have this comeback, and now he's he's good, and now it's, it's Kyle Shanahan until he can uh, get off the schneid. And, right. you know, the question is, you know, he's still a young guy. He's got plenty of time to go, like Andy Reid was with the Patriots. That was a long time ago, 15 years ago. And, you know, he came back. He got his win. So I'm sure Shanahan will do it at some point. But right now, what they say about him, his, his uh, line is great regular season coach, not a good uh, Super Bowl coach. And that's that's no. just the way it is for him at the moment. I'll uh, tell you something. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Go ahead Dick. Dick. Thank you. I, 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 real quickly about the uh, this new league. Um, yeah. Did you hear that one player just dropped the F-bomb when he was doing an interview with them? Oh, no. Oh, no. well. Yeah. That's going to happen. And, uh, yeah, that, they'll have to get the delay on, but yeah, we'll be talking about that in a minute. We're going to go yeah. through that. No, no. While we're while, while while you're on, Dick, though, what did you yeah. think of the new, what did you think of the new league? Oh, I don't, I didn't, I don't think anything of it. Uh, okay. I guess what yeah. I was thinking is, when are they going to get all the uniform three possessed by the creditors? No, no, they will not. Oh. They will not. This is Vince McMahon's money. This is the XFL. This isn't the AAF. Yeah, but he yeah. might we'll decide after a while. Me doesn't want to throw it away. No, no, no. They're getting fought. He has. This is not like that other league. He has money invested in it, and they're guaranteed Fox and ESPN have money invested in it. So I think right. you're going to see a lot different because I watched a bunch of the games, too, and we'll get into that, like I said, in a minute. Yeah, but a couple of minutes, I think yeah. he's at least going to make it this year, and it could be. And there's curiosity. That's all. You know, it's, yes. a, lot, it's a lot better than the other, and I'll, I'll get yeah. into the comparison in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And the okay, old so, so let, let's now, now, before we get on. to the before we get to the other, we have another hand. We have another hand. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead, Jerry. Okay. Uh, I'd like to say I was very much impressed with the XFL. Uh, in particular, I uh, saw the, the, the Washington game. Uh, of course, I caught broadcasts on the radio by a yeah, W2. Jerry, Jerry called me and told me it was uh, it was on, so I got to listen to it, too. Yep. And, uh, the only, now, is that the only radio? Jerry was, w, was uh, D.C.? No, Houston. Uh, Houston. ESPN 97.5 was also doing it. Okay, I didn't try that. Okay, WJFK in uh, Washington, 106.7 was doing it, and uh, Sean says they have an an AM at 1580 in case there's a conflict down the road with the capital. And ESPN 97.5 in Houston, KFNC, ESPN 97.5 in Houston, they were doing because they played a highlight from ESPN 97.5. But like I said, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to the XFL. Enjoyed it. Anything else? Anything about the Super Bowl, Jerry? Before we? Oh man, I was a little scared too, especially when Kansas City was losing. Losing. And, uh, of course, I was, you know, hoping for the comeback, which they did, which gave me a second-place finish in a rival contest. That's but right. it was You did. Congratulations. Yeah. And really USF won that uh, rival contest, too. So, yeah. And he, he is not – you guys have not heard David USF on here, but he's, we talk about uh, our producer in the 515. David USF is our death guy, and he's in yeah. charge of death, and he always and makes sure that we know about them, and, he and finished, so he he's finished, a contributor he to the show in that way. Yeah, that's correct. Not- he finished ninth in the Larry Jimmy contest, and he finished second in another contest. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, was, he was in top ten. He, he, he was in well. top of two contests and ninth in another. But, yeah, Jerry. Yep. So, that covers the hands at this point. All right. Hold on. Real quickly, back to on, real quick on the Jacksonville thing that I was right. about to say, which may keep – it may satisfy the NFL and may get Jacksonville to say, you know, we're going to move to another U.S. city and we don't have to go to London, is they are still talking on this collective bargaining agreement. The NFL wants that 17th game, and they want it to be at a neutral site like London, Mexico City, Toronto, even yeah. some sites in the U.S. that don't have football teams, you know, to give them a shot. They're pushing, and the NFL is pushing, the players are pushing for that, those two extra playoffs. That's the whole thing. So if they get that 17th game and they say, hey, whoever wants to go play over in London, you know, you got to get that neutral game in London. We'll, we'll send some of you guys over. And that, that may, if they do that, 
that may actually get the Super Bowl pushed back for the two weeks that we people, you know, we've Wanted talked about it, yeah. getting it on uh, President's Day weekend to have the holiday after because they can say, okay, give us a second week off and give us that four, the, right. the fourteen team. You know, that so while you're get, okay, if that so so while you're talking, uh, uh, Sean, why don't you talk about the second half of the Michael Vick uh, thirty for thirty right. or, or yeah, whatever? No, not thirty for thirty. What is that? Yeah, that it wasn't thirty for thirty. It, it wasn't was thirty for thirty. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. 30, yeah, all right. Basically, as we talked about the first half, it ended in the 2006 season when he was snapping. He was go. Then it picked up. It went into him in the draft and flipping off everybody and the Goodell thing. And then it went through. They didn't actually show the dog footage. They talked about it and they, you know, they 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 covered a little. They showed a little, but not the really really graphic. And it showed the whole. It showed the divide in the country, how people in Atlanta and the cultural and racial divide. It showed how some people are like, well, what did he do wrong? You know, especially in in rural areas of the Deep South, like Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, West Virginia, Kentucky. Some of those rural areas, dog fighting is very common, but the city people were in suburban work. Oh no! But they're like, well, what did he do wrong? What did he do? And then they went through the whole thing, how he. He was like, I didn't do nothing. Then he finally admitted, and the ju- they were like, oh, well, he hopefully he'll just get probation. And then people were mad because he got sentenced to the 23 months, and then other people were mad because he only got sentenced to 23 months. You had one person even say that he should get the electric chair. And, yeah. you know, and then it showed how in prison, how Tony Dungy got to him, and then they got a PR firm, and they wanted to find out how legitimate he was. And, you know, he was coming out, and it's like, look, you got to – do your image, get your image back if you really want. And they show him going to the Humane Society, that whole story, and dealing with, you know, talking about how he was wrong. And then they said, you know what, you can't just show up and, and be fake about it. If it's really really on you, you have to live it. And you have to show up to practice. You have to, you can't just be doing whatever you were doing before. Like, whenever I want, you have to show that I want to play. And then it talked about him going to Philadelphia and the protests when he signed there and then how he eventually won the fans over in Philly and the Jets and, you know, what, and what they're just basically his, his comeback and, hey, uh, it's, you know, it's wrong. It even showed where his friend showed up at his birthday party, the one he wasn't allowed to hang out with, and he finally was like, you need to come here to Philly and quit hanging out with your friend. You know, you're not supposed to be around him. Andy, Andy Reid, speaking of the was a huge yeah. mentor to him, saying, you know what, you're better than this, you're better, and you know, I mean, you could. I mean, you can tell he was definitely very genuine in this. I mean, it was it was good, but a lot of the story, a lot of us already knew. But it still, it showed, it did show. You know, a lot of the stuff. There was some stuff that I forgot about. So I definitely recommend going to watch it. It's a two part. Uh, Mike, Michael Vick parts one, the rise and fall of Michael Vick parts one and two. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was one death in the NFL circles that we should cover, and then we're going to throw in a quick college note, and then we're going to get on to the XFL. So the whole first half of the show, pretty much football here. Uh, so the death, we had uh, NFL, Willie Wood. Uh, he was 83 uh, years old. He was a safety, and free safety for the Green Bay Packers from 1960 through 1971, so all the glory years. Uh, Woody, Willie Wood was there with Vince Lombardi and, you know, Bart Starr and the whole bitch bit uh, here. He was, a, he was also an assistant coach with uh, San Diego for 71 through 73, the head of the Philadelphia Bell in the WFL. And we talk about, oh, you know, we're going to talk about a new league here, WFL. That's one, the summer league that uh, didn't make it in the mid-70s. And then uh, he was assistant coach in uh, Toronto in the CFL in 79, the head coach in Toronto from 80, 80 and 81. And I think in Toronto, he was uh, 6 and 20. He did not have a good uh, head coaching uh, thing in Toronto, uh, not a good gig. He made eight Pro Bowls. He uh, led in interceptions in 1962. He had five championships for the NFL and two Super Bowls. Um, the first two, of course, Green Bay won. Uh, he, he was elected to the Hall of Fame in 1981. He had uh, 48 interceptions in his career and two touchdowns, 699 interception yards. And uh, he went to college at uh, Colinga Junior College, but then he went to USC in 57, and he was the first black Pac-8 quarterback. Uh, that's what it was at the time, the Pac-8. Right. But he was uh, injured twice. His shoulders were hurt. Uh, he had shoulder separations in 58 and 59. He was undrafted in 1960, and then he wrote a letter to Vince Lombardi and asked uh, – he could have easily gone to the AFL because, of course, they were looking for players all over the place. But he, he wrote Vince Lombardi because they were the worst team in the NFL. He said, hey, would you give me a chance? Uh, they did, and uh, he came in as a quarterback, but then they switched him to uh, to safety, and the rest was history. So became a Hall of Famer and uh, one of the – 
reliable Packers, and you know we're gradually losing those guys, of course. But um, they were, you know, a, an early dynasty that was really a great dynasty too. I mean, you can't, uh, you know, that's why they have some points in that contest. A lot of them are from the early years. So anyway, so and then one quick college note, and uh, uh, Perry, I don't know if you got any information about Mark uh, D'Antoni. Uh, uh, Leaving Mark D'Antonio. Mark D'Antonio. Yeah, so and any more information? Was it a health issue or what was going no, on? No, it was not know? a health issue. They they they're really not saying a lot out of East Lansing for what I'm hearing. There was but. a there was a complaint filed or something, but they're not even talking about what the complaint was. Then there were some allegations, but they're not really saying what they were because think about it, he did this two days before signing day. Wow! Right. Now, they, and, now and I believe they did have an. I, I believe Sean, they did have an athletic director change. They said that might be one thing, but not the whole well, thing. And it was right after he got a bonus. Yes, it was right after he got his bonus a couple weeks ago. So, okay. but yeah, there's not not really much has come out on that. But, no, but, but we, here's what we're going to do. We've crossed the bottom of the hour, so let's take okay. our time out, Bill, and then we'll come back. We find out who's listening, and then we'll quickly talk about the XFL and then on to other things. So we'll be back in two minutes. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Okay, let's see who in the world might be listening. We got Pickerington, Ohio. I don't think we've had that city before. No, I don't think no. we have either. Minneapolis, of course, we have. Yep. Detroit, Michigan. And we just okay. talked about the Lions not winning since 57. Right. Yep. Rocky River, Ohio, which is just west of Cleveland. Okay. Uh, Little Rock, Arkansas is familiar. Could be Sharon. We have two. No, no, Karen's in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. No, 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 Sharon, Sharon. Oh, Sharon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about Sharon. And we've got two more German listeners. Oh, good. Okay. Lamita, California, our friend Paige, she's checking in. Okay, good. Warren, Michigan. Okay. Braintree, Massachusetts, and I think there, we, we, we did there, Rick's there. rankings, and so he had to stay tuned at least for a little while. Now, That's right. Hopefully he'll hang with us for the rest of the show. Yeah. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Oh, okay. welcome, welcome aboard, Cedar Rapids. And with, see, there's another one in Iowa, our usual, um, Perry. Uh, uh, Forest City. Forest so that City. would be Wayne. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. We've also got Gary in French Lick, Indiana, checking in. Home of Larry oh, Bird. Oh, Larry Bird. Uh, you know, Gary French knows Lick. Larry Bird. Yeah, that's right. Quite well. In fact, one of our friends dated Larry's sister. That goes way back. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. So that goes okay. back. Wheeling, Illinois, of 
uh, Austin, Texas. Yep. Hi, Gary. Gary. Gonzalez, Louisiana. The champion of Larry's contest. And here's right. one I don't know if we've had before. Fort Lauderdale. No. Nope. Oh. Yeah, I think we did last week, too. Maybe. Um, I remember that, but I forget the guy's name. I met a guy from South Florida, and I can't think of his name, and he could call us now. It's not the football season. He said he, would, he did listen to our show, and I remember saying hi to him uh, after he came back from the convention. So and it might be and um, uh, for people in Florida, the Super Bowl will remain in Florida. It'll be in Tampa next year. Okay. And then we'll end it up with Homestead, Pennsylvania, and I'll get out of the way. And okay. Let you guys All right. right back so the over. XFL. So again, Perry and I mean Perry didn't. So you, you did, did you follow it at all, Perry? I did. I watched a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Sean, you you kind of ran down a lot of the rules, and I heard a couple of things too. We can throw in and just uh, talk yeah. about. Why don't you give the okay. again the lineup of the teams for people who weren't listening okay. last week? And also tell us the divisions. Is St. Louis in the East? How are they doing the divisions? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get to that. Okay. Your Eastern division is the New York. The New York, uh, the New York Vipers, no, New York, no, Guardians, 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 the New York Guardians, the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Vipers, and New York beat them today, uh, by the way, uh, 23-3, I believe it was, and then, uh, the D.C. Defenders, and, and the, uh, St. Louis Battlehawks, that is the East. Okay. The West, the Houston Roughnecks. Now, a Roughneck, those are the guys out on the rig, and the oil rigs. And I thought that would have been the name the oil, the Texans should have picked up since they couldn't get the Oilers, you know, connection to oil wells and stuff. They could have had that back in the day, but they went with Texans. They'd be the Houston Roughnecks, the Dallas Renegades, the Seattle Dragons, and the L.A. Oh, <laughs> uh, L.A. Uh, LA Wildcats. Uh, LA Wildcats. Wildcats. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. LA Wildcats. Wildcats. And, and so the games... Every week are on Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Eastern, ABC, ESPN, Fox, and FS1. So probably, I know next week the two Saturday games are on. The first game is ABC. The second game is Fox. And then on Sunday, I assume there'll be ESPN and FS1. I think FS1 will have the early because Fox will have Daytona. So they'll do that. Uh the crowds have been averaging about eighteen to twenty-two thousand for all four games, which is not bad. They most of them play in smaller stadiums, except New York played in the Meadowlands. So oh, okay. that was kind of interesting. Yeah, they yeah. Played Washington the played but, their soccer stadium, wherever yeah, their played, soccer Dallas, team plays. Dallas played in the Globe Life Park, and Houston plays in the. Uh, in the U of H, the brand new stadium that they opened up uh, there for them. I don't know where the other four will find out because uh, Seattle has a home game next week. Uh, St. Louis is on the road to Houston. Uh, can't, you know, and then we do, we don't know where LA, you know Dallas goes to L A. So we'll find out where they play next week. But they have some interesting rules going into it. Of course, you have two timeouts per half per team, and the. You know, then they have so the uh, and halftime is ten minutes and yep. two challenges per game. That's now that's interesting. You, you said the challenge now, and unless the uh, uh, Washington announcers were wrong, they said there were no coaches challenged that, uh, that things went to the booth when they decided they should go to the booth. You know that the officials would. Oh, well, they can. To the I was told they can have two per game, two two challenges per game, and that's what I was. That's that's what I heard on one of okay. the broadcasts. Also, okay, but that's fine. Also, I mean, could be, could be. Yep. Twenty-five second play clock, which you know what, the college could learn from the twenty-five second play clock. They can learn from this because I mean. It, it speeds it up, and when you throw the ball out of bounds, the play clock does not stop except the last two minutes. Yeah, the, half, clock keeps going. the game clock, you mean? The game clock. Yeah, the game, the game clock. The game clock keeps going. I should say the game clock keeps going. The last two minutes after every play, it stops until you get to the ball, and then five the five seconds runs off the play clock. So now, you have now the special... one reason that they can do the twenty five seconds that I heard was they have um, microphones in the in the or I mean headphones in the helmets of the wide yeah. receivers, so they don't have to come back into the huddle. So I think it, it could be done, and I think it could still be done. And right. uh, you know, they could. But I'm, I'm they saying could, they could do. They could do that. There's nothing wrong could, with that. Yeah, they could very easily do it because the, the NFL has picked up stuff from other leagues, all they the other spring leagues, that, and they work. But uh, tell them about have, the conversions. This is very interesting. These okay, and then, yeah, I'm getting to the conversions. I'll get to the conversions. There's no onside kick. You do like a right. fourth and fifteen. Uh, did you see that yet, or, or did they actually yeah, say that that was seen, official? I've not. I've not seen that yet. Uh, but and now. With the kickoff, when you when you kick to the other team, when when you do the kick, you're at the thirty. All the other players are down at the other team's thirty-five. So the kicker is by themselves. Kickers by themselves. Uh, they have, and then now there's no coin flip at the beginning. 
So right. the home team decides, do I want to have want the ball in the first half or do I want to defer to the second half? Also, now the the there's you do not kick an extra point. What they do if if you go from the two yard line for a standard two point conversion, it's one point. You can go after a t- after the touchdown. The uh, then the second one is that you can go from the five for two points and you can go from the ten. For three points. Now, I have not seen a 3.1 that I no. watched. I saw. We would have seen if that, because it was nine point difference, uh, 31 to 19, if, and you would have known, would have been 31 25 if, if, if Seattle had scored. They would have gone for three there because that that's the key. Nine is really one score if you look at it, one possession, because yeah. you could then make it 31 28, then go yeah. for the, uh, if they do the onside or the fourth and fifth, oh, yeah. whatever they do, try to get the ball back. So you would go for three in that situation to bring it within and three to kick a field goal. Yeah, and, there was a 55 and, you know, yard field goal kick in the game, by the way. The and they mic, yeah. They mic. What they do? That this is kind of neat. They they mic the 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 refs in the in the booth. You can hear the refs discussing. Now I don't know if the NFL would do this or not, but they mic yeah. them. Also, they you know they have the coaches mic, so you can hear them talking to the players. Hey, this. now you got to be careful. Sometimes they're like, now Fox was good on their audio, but like Dick said, I think ESPN and F bomb dropped to Fox's audio on the field. I think was better. ESPN did a better job of exp- ESPN and ABC, I should say. ESPN did a better job of explaining rules, especially yesterday with Kirk Minifee. And I mean, Kirk Minifee, Joe, uh, Joel Klatt were good, but Kirk Minifee's a studio guy. I've never heard him do play by play until yesterday. But they have professional broadcasters doing this, so I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it okay. Was, it was now I heard another rule thing that came up in the Washington game in or near the end of the first half. If you kick it off and you don't kick it within the twenty yard line, if the ball doesn't get beyond the twenty yard line of the, of the other team, like let's say you're Washington, you're kicking to Seattle, and it doesn't get or Seattle. This is what it, way it works. Seattle yeah. was kicking to Washington. They didn't kick it. It wasn't recovered within the twenty yard line. It, if in other words, you, they want return. So they want yeah. the, the kickers to kick it in inbounds and in in into the twenty yard line or beyond, and so not the squib kicks to the forty and you know just do what if you if that happens the ball no matter what happens on that return will be moved to the to the other team's forty five. So Washington got the ball. Thirty five. I thought it was. Uh, I well, I don't know. Anyway, I know it, it is forty five. It is forty five. Yeah, yes, it was the forty five. Right. But they had to kick it within the inside the twenty also. And, that was and I will I say for for those that are questioning, all right, on this league, like I said, I already from what I've seen, it's already better than the other league last year, and it's definitely better than the last XFL because what they did, he took two years after announcing it to plan everything out, and he brought Oliver Luck. Where you remember the last XFL, he announced it in September. They were already playing in February of 2001, and there was a, it was all WWE stuff. And then the other league, the AAF, just said, hey, we'll get going. They didn't have all their finances. They said, we're going to start a year early. And another thing, a lot of the guys that played in the other league last year, as soon as that league folded and players were not getting paid, they started contacting the XFL. And here's the pay scale on this. This is kind of neat. It's 2725 guaranteed per week, average. And then 2225 if you win. So you get a bonus for each game that you win. And they do, like I said, eight regular season games. Uh, the number one and number two team in each division play in the semifinals. And on April 26th on ESPN, you'll have your XFL championship. But, yeah, it, it, I'll hear, I think it's not going to get major numbers, but it'll do good enough. I think people yeah. – and the time of year that it is, think about college basketball is down this year. There's a lot of people that are not college basketball fans. It's a time where they may look in – because part of me is like, why not start in April, May? But then all you have all the stuff, the Masters and – the uh, NBA and NHL playoffs and the you know the Derby and uh, Indy 500 and all that going. Well, now it's kind of at a time. Yes, they're going to have a little you know some letdown during March Madness and maybe during Masters Week, but it ends on draft weekend. So I mean, yeah. I think it's a good it's good filler programming and you know spring football. The USFL before Einhorn and Trump and the owner of the Express and the other four or five owners that really pushed it before they got greedy. The USFL showed that spring football could work, especially that first year when they had the 12 teams. Mm-hmm. But if it, to make it beyond this year, we'll have to see what they do. And Vince McMahon, as I say, he does not like to fail, and he hated that he had that on his record. So he's, And he's funding this with his own money. Uh, he sold WWE stock. He's funding it. So it's not any any. Uh, so they they are guaranteed at least for this year. So okay. we do have we do have a couple of hands. So let's go to them. 
Go ahead, Jamal. Yes. Oh, oh, hello. Hey. How are y'all doing tonight? Good. Okay. A, couple, a couple things here. I would like to point out the fact, first of all, about the XFL. I mean, the McMahon family has more money than God, and I think that this version of the XFL, I could see a picture lasting at least three to five years. I ultimately think that it wouldn't surprise me at least if the NFL cuts him a deal. And number two, the one now that kickoff rule you guys are talking about, about the kicking from the 30. Let's say the kicker kicks it and it goes at a touchback. What would happen at that point? I think uh, that that's, uh, there's something against that. They, I think the team, yeah. if they allow it to be a touchback, there's, a, there's some know. rule that's going to penalize them. They're not going to get it as far out as the 25 uh, or anything. I'll find out next week. I'll find yeah, out next I week. I see that. That didn't happen in the game I was listening to. As far as the, them being affiliated directly with the NFL, unlike the other league, I don't think McMahon wants that directly. He encourages players can get out of their deals if they get an NFL tryout. You know, if the NFL mm-hmm. pick, team picks them up, he has worked, says that they are, that is the way they can get out of their deal. They can't go play and, in and Canada. And I wonder, I wonder if college players might use this for a uh, draft showcase. He has talked about he if a player wanted to leave a little early and didn't want to stay till their junior year, they have actually talked about letting players come in if they if they really needed the money. Although, like I said, it's five thousand a week. It's five thousand a week. So basically, if you're winning, so that may that may happen. You know, you may you may see something like that. Let's say a sophomore does. You know, it's like, hey, I, I know I'm going to go pro instead, in a year. Instead so of going, I'm, I'm thinking instead of going to the NFL Combine, why don't you why don't you sign up with this league and show uh, your skills? Well, no, they'll go to the NFL Combine if they're going into the draft. They're not going to go to this. But I'm saying if they wanted to leave a year earlier than normal, you can. Well, let's get to happen. our uh, let's go get to yeah, our next there. caller, uh, Pierre. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey, what's up? He is the champion. He is the champion. Go ahead, Pierre. Yeah. Yeah, on this XFL thing, on the kickoff, if it goes out of bounds or in the end zone, it it goes to the other team's 35. Okay. Yes. 35. Right. And and, uh, on a punt, it can't go in the end zone either. It uh, it has to go between the the, – uh, goal line and the twenty, like uh, okay. like yesterday, it the uh, ball didn't get to the twenty, and so they penalized them all the way to other teams forty five. Right, yeah, that was and, in the Washington game. Yeah, right, and uh, also uh, today was the start of NASCAR Speed Week, and they had yeah. the uh, they had the Bush Clash today. Well, it was the Bush crash is what it was because it was the longest uh, crash in, in history because of all the wrecking. When they finally ended the race, they only had five cars left running. How, out of how many? How many did they have 18. when they started? 18. 18. Didn't they had wow. 18. And Matt, and, uh, Ken- and Matt Kenseth got the poll for next week. Do right. I Matt, believe he I heard I believe Matt Kenseth got the poll for Daytona. Matt Kenneth, Matt Kenneth is not even running. No, uh, no, I no, don't no, think that's right, Perry. Do you know who that's right, Pope here? Uh, that might have been last year's poll. <laughs> um, are, you guys tell, are you guys that. telling me that Lady A lied to me? We're oh, we telling you that you, oh, must, you must uh, evaluate her statements very carefully. Matt Kenneth retired after last year, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Pierre, by this time next week, we will have three games worth of college baseball in. Right, right, because it starts uh, Friday night. Yep. Okay. Okay. Which is a good transition. Okay, and actually, since since we mentioned college baseball, Sean, why don't you run down the Baylor thing, then we'll do the Mookie Betts uh, business here. All right, well, in college baseball, of course, first of all, college baseball, as we said, starts this Friday, uh, Valentine's Day, so take your Valentine to do some ping there. Uh, But Baylor, Baylor, for the first three weeks of their season, they have 14 players suspended. They have to do it in different games because apparently there was a hazing incident in 29, February of 2019. Not at Baylor, really? Would that happen at I Baylor? Know. Unbelievable. I know. All, another kinds, all kinds of things happen at Baylor. Another scandal at Baylor. Hey, they had to catch up. The basketball team had their big scandal with yeah. the and the Cubs. Yeah, they were feeling the left out. Team had their, so they felt left out. Kim, Mul- Kim Mulkey hasn't punched anybody in the face lately, so, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. But, they, uh, but, yeah, they so they were hazing, but there were so many players, they could not suspend them all at the same time because they wouldn't have enough players to play, so they're 
spacing it out over the first three weeks of the season. So I think all the suspensions will be close to being done as they get close to conference play. So Okay. But, yeah, that figures. That, yeah, that yeah. usually is the way it works with stuff yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, now we have we have we have hired at great expense an expert on uh, tradeology here. Uh, Perry is going to tell us all about and this will take uh, the re- at least an hour to talk about this Mookie Betts trade because it's been going on for days. It just won't end. It's start, it now, started now both, before it started we before we get Tuesday. before we get to the Mookie Betts trade. Bill, did you you did you told me just a few minutes ago that the Angels Dodgers trade, which would have sent Str- uh, Ross Stripling and. Josh Peterson to the Angels. You said that is off, correct? Right, according to John Heyman. So well, okay, he, take he, he would know. He usually knows these things. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But but okay. here's what is on. Apparently, um, Mookie Betts and David Price are going to the Dodgers um, with some cash to pay about half of Price's contract. Kenta Maeda is going to Minnesota. Alex Verdugo is going to Boston with a shortstop whose name is is uh, Downs is the last name. Yeah, Jeter and Downs. Oh, now, Jeter now, if you Downs. get a shortstop named Jeter, that's a good thing, I think. Yeah. You know, Jeter Downs. I'll take that. And, and, and a pitcher, you have the a pitcher in Boston. The pitcher whose medicals apparently held this up is going to the Dodgers, and that his name is Gratterall from the Twins. Yeah, we have their Gratterall, yes. Yes. Now, the problem is they thought, you know, the, the Boston was a little bit scared of his medicals because they thought he might have an injury. Um, yesterday, C.J. Nikowski was saying on MLB Network Radio that the injury that they said that he had, Nikowski said he had the same injury and pitched just fine with it for 19 years, so... Okay, uh, but I'm guessing part of the problem, Chris, with the Red Sox is that Heim Bloom knew I cannot screw this up, so I cannot take a chance like that. I'm guessing yeah, it's right. part and of the it's reason. His first, it's his first deal. Although this was foisted upon him, this was not his idea. And you know, I think they need to cut him a little slack. And they they basically were going to get fifty cents on the dollar on this thing because you know it was announced. Uh, basically that they were going to do this like at the end of the, you know, before he even got there. So, uh, and, you know, and, and by the way, they're blaming Everybody does blames the media for everything. They're blaming, um, um, you know, uh, John Henry's blaming the media for this and no, they're not really doing all these things. You know, uh, Dan Shaughnessy had it in his column and there was a direct quote that you can even hear from the press conference that they did at the end of the season when they were starting to look for their general manager that said they were going to be doing this kind of That's stuff. Correct. So that is you correct. Can't even, and, you can't possibly do that. So. And they were talking and about it this talk. morning. Hold on, Robert. They were talking about okay. this morning and uh, Jim Bowden and Jim Duquette were talking about it. And Jim Bowden said a lot of what leaks out does not really come from teams. He said players and agents leak this out, you know, to make themselves either look better or worse. Yes. So we did have one death in baseball circles, and we should cover that. And uh, the name, the man's name is An- An- Angel Echeverria. Yes. He died at 48. This is a bad, kind of a sad story. He was a left fielder, right fielder, and first baseman, sort of a utility outfielder slash infielder. Uh, he played for Colorado from 96 through 2000, Milwaukee in 2000 and 2001, uh, Chicago Cubs in 02. Uh, he started 90 games in all that time. He had 152 hits. He had 21 uh, home runs, 90 RBIs, and hit 280. So he wasn't a bad hitter. And he went um, to Japan in He went to Japan. That is right. Yeah. He went to the Ham Fighters, one of my favorite teams. I don't know why you would want to fight a ham, but people do want to do it over there. Uh, maybe they don't eat it in Japanese food, and they just don't, don't like them. Yeah. I, well, that could be. I don't know. But anyway, he. Th- this was weird. I mean, this, I guess, could happen to anybody if you got dizzy enough. He had a stomach virus. And he fell in his home, and he died. He hit his head. He was 48 years old in, yeah. in Bridgeport, Connecticut. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you're too too dizzy to walk around. You don't walk around. I guess yeah. that's the now, bottom one line. Now, qu- one question I do have in regards to this trade, Perry, from from all that we had been reading and hearing this week, uh, the Dodgers had to trade those players to the Angels in order to make this Red Sox trade work. So now that the Angel part is off, uh, does this affect uh, bets and price going there, or how? Apparently, does, how is it, apparently work? it does not. Apparently, that is already done. Right. And with the cash so, that went back, they're apparently okay with that. Okay. Right. All right. And we should mention one other thing. I forgot. We we should talk about the Mets. The Mets made a little news. This well, week. not only not only the Mets. Well, I guess the Mets made two pieces of news. But the Steve okay. Cohen the Steve Cohen deal to buy the Mets is off. Um, apparently the, the problem was that the Wilpons wanted to maintain control 
longer while he, than, than while Cohen yeah, owned them. So yeah, that is off. Right. And then apparently Rob Manford, the commissioner, has told teams, and there were more people doing this than, than I think we realized, that he was uncomfortable with people working for teams and the media. Now, the most um, controversial of which you might say was Jessica Mendoza. She worked for ESPN and the Mets. Um, And from what they were saying this morning, apparently the Dodgers took offense to this and she was not allowed in the Dodger clubhouse because they, they were afraid she would be you know, collecting information for, for the Mets and not that. So uh, Mendoza has yeah. resigned her position with the Mets and she is going to work multiple platforms by ESPN. She will not be part of the Sunday night crew, however. Thank God. But other people but other people were doing this too. The names that, that we heard were Pedro Martinez with the Red Sox, uh, David Ross with the Cubs, Ryan Dipster. Um, with the Cubs, Jim Tomey, apparently. But Rob Manford said in, in simple terms, he would like this to stop with the media and it, and, and the team because he said you got to be one or the other. Yeah, well, and apparently I that, like, Pedro, not, he, was Pedro working for other media other than Red Sox media? I mean, other, yeah, he was working for T, uh, TBS and, uh, and okay. other. Okay, all right. Uh, and, but yeah. he was also getting – because – and they also have these deals where there's these legends in the in these boxes and stuff that the Red Sox do, you know, Fred Lynn or Pedro or somebody. Yeah, and the Yankees I don't even, do the same thing. Yeah. And I don't really know how and, that works as far as whether and, that would count as working. And now the they, are not talk, they are not talking about if you're an announcer for a team and you do play-by-play for ESPN or TN, like a Brian right. Anderson or – no, that's correct. That's correct. You just can't. What they're talking about is if you're working like the Mendoza situation, she was a special advisor to the GM and she right. was working for ESPN. That's what they're talking yeah. about. And Pedro yeah. Martinez was kind of doing the same thing for the Red Sox. So. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay, so I think that takes care of uh, baseball. One other maybe... baseball note uh, for okay, those there always like is, to... isn't there? Yes, go yeah, ahead. Well, one from okay. the, for those who like to read baseball books, Roger Kahn, who wrote right. The Boys of Summer, he died this week at 92. Yeah, so, then quite a quite a good book. I read that book. That was really a very, good book. very good book, as a matter of yep. fact. And, and so we should probably talk uh, quickly about college basketball before we get to the NBA and NHL. And the big news, I guess, was Bobby Knight, Sean. Yeah, but yeah, well, Bobby Knight uh, yesterday. This came out about two hours before game time, and they lost. They lost Purdue. Bobby Knight, of course, it was he was showing up at the game first time since he'd been fired, showing up at Assembly Hall, and he was fired for the choking incident. And, of course, now he had a lot worse when they were winning, but, of course, when they were losing the choking incident, he was fired. And then, of course, he had the salad bar incident at Texas Tech where he was fired. But, I mean, he, it was a standing ovation. Uh, it was to honor the 1980 Big Ten championship team, the 40th, 40th anniversary. He had that, that whole team was there, several players from the 75-76 undefeated team, several players from the 81 team, several players like – you know, the, uh, from the 87 team, from all the, I mean, he had about, uh, I heard about 50 or 60 of his former players were there and it was apparently a pretty good, pretty good reception. Yeah. But Bill, so Bill you I'm said sure. that his, his health is not good now. And yeah. you think that's probably why they did this at this point. Well, I think yeah, so. I uh, think there's a race with that. And he now lives in Bloomington and I think he's just trying to make things right before it's too right. late. Yeah. So, uh, what? Uh, what is uh, Sean and Perry? Anybody? What? Any uh, big college upsets or anything going on with college well, basketball? Michigan, we need to cover. Michigan State lost to Michigan. I think that's a pretty big upset yesterday. Michigan that, is not doing very would, well. Yeah, and, no. They, and and, and Ohio, and Ohio State continues to lose. Yeah, Ohio okay. State continues to lose. North Carolina, who's not having a good year. Now, this is a rivalry game, probably the top rivalry game in college basketball and probably one of the top in all of college sports. I mean, UNC should have beat Duke. Should be Duke, but they, you know, Duke came on. They held on to win. Uh, Duke was projected originally, you know, on the little thing apparently to be a number one seed. Uh, but who knows after yesterday if they do that next week? Well, I'm going to try and watch. Well, that the show top, to see. the top, uh, the top seeds were revealed yesterday, and they are Baylor, Kansas, Gonzaga, and uh, uh, who was the other one? Baylor, Kansas, Gonzaga. It wasn't Duke. I, the the fourth one escapes me was, right now. Was it San Diego State? No. It was. Yes, it was San Diego yeah. State. Baylor, San Diego State, San Diego State and Kansas. Yeah. It was San Diego and, State. And they're still undefeated, by the way. Yes, okay. they are. Okay, yeah. so let's see if we can switch over to the NBA. And we did have the trade deadline. It's kind of quiet, uh, but uh, oh. we had first that happened. We had, um, excuse me, Steve Mills 
fired as the president or whatever he was of the Knicks, of whatever figurehead uh, James Dolan has there. He's gone. Yeah. They're going to get a new figurehead uh, because it doesn't really matter. And the, uh, and matter. the trading deadline wasn't exactly quiet. We did have people move Oh, yeah. We got, a few, we got yeah. a few things, and there may be more that I don't know about. Name, but it was because like D'Angelo Russell going to Minnesota, Andrew Wiggins to Golden State from Minnesota. They were swapping for each other. Uh, so the Warriors Morris cleaned out half of their roster, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Marquise Morris going to the Clippers from the Knicks, so he goes uh, Andre Iguodala yep. going to Miami, Miami from Memphis. Miami. Never played for Memphis. No. Never played. Yeah. Houston, but, Quentin Capella gone. Uh, Brian and Robert Cummington, uh, where is Capella going to? Uh, uh, he went to uh, Atlanta. He went to Atlanta, that's right. He went to Atlanta, but uh, Robert Covington, and now they have probably the smallest lineup since 1963 with, uh, you know, with this deal with, with uh, the, you know, cut with Covington and, you know, one of the smallest regular lineups since 1963. Yeah, they have no center. Under. They have no center on their roster. Six, five and under, and they're still yeah. running. Okay. Uh, Glenn Robinson went to uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, Glenn Robinson and Alec Burks from the Warriors went to Philadelphia for three second-round draft picks. Right. Um, you know, so, uh, so. The, the Warriors lost half of their roster the other day. Okay. And, yeah. All right, so we got the NBA standings and a, uh, a couple, well, one score. So here we go. In the East, Milwaukee is forty-five and seven. Toronto, number two, at thirty-nine and fourteen. So Milwaukee is, you know, got a good lead there. And the Toronto's Celtics, won fourteen in a row, by the way. Yeah, and uh, but the Celtics are, are hang, hang, kind of hanging with them at thirty-six and fifteen. They've been hot too. They're third. Miami, thirty-four and seventeen, is fourth. We're starting to have a little separation though, because you see Philadelphia and Indiana kind of falling back. They're they're in no danger of missing the playoffs, but right. okay. So you got Miami at 34 17, Philadelphia at 32 and 21. So there's like a little bit of a gap there. Right. And Indiana at 31 and 22. They're sick. Uh, Brooklyn Nets are 23 and 28 at seven. So again, the, the top six are making the playoff, but right. it's starting to look like uh, two, three, and four is a battle there, and five and six is a battle. And right. then Orlando is eighth at 22 and 31. The team is out of the playoffs right now. Washington 18 and 32, so two and a half games out. Chicago at 10th at 19 and 34. Detroit 19 and 36. The Knicks are 17 and 36. Charlotte 16 and 36. Atlanta 14 and 39 and Cleveland 13 and 39 and you think back to the 2016 finals Cleveland and Golden State well you'll see they're both <laughs> in the last place in their conferences right now <laughs> yes. in in the west we have the Lakers in good shape for first place they are 39 and 12 so the Bucks have a pretty good lead on best records in the league too that's correct Denver at 37 and 16 Clippers are third at 36 and 16 the fourth the fourth is uh, Utah 33 and 18 Houston 33 and 19 Oklahoma City, 32 and 20. Dallas is 32, 21. Memphis is eighth at uh, 27, 26 and 27. 26, 26, I'm sorry. So they're the last playoff team. Ninth is now Portland at 24, 29. Again, two and a half game difference there. San Antonio is 10th, 22 and 30. New Orleans, 22 and 31. They passed a couple of teams this week. So it may be that uh, with um, Zion Williamson, they, they might uh, make a run at this. We'll see. Uh, Sacramento, 21 and 31. Phoenix, 21 and 32. Minnesota, 16 and 35. And Golden State, as we said, 12 and 41. Today, uh, so the playoffs, if they started today, Milwaukee, the one seed, would be playing Orlando, the eight seed. Miami, the fourth seed, would be playing Philadelphia in five. In the uh, the other bracket, Toronto, the two, would be playing Brooklyn, the number seven. And the Celtics at the three would be playing Indiana, number six. In the West, the Lakers at one would be playing Memphis at eight. Utah at four would be playing Houston at five. Denver at two would play Dallas at seven. And we have the Clippers at three playing Oklahoma City at six. We had one uh, final in the NBA today. Celtics beat Oklahoma City coming from behind. They were down by 10. They beat the um, the Thunder 112 to 111. And that actually, was a heck was a, of a game to watch. It was a good game. There was a three-pointer right at the end. It was really like a four-point game, but they, they hit a three-pointer right at the end to make it the one-point score. But still, Celtics uh-huh. got the win. At 6 o'clock, the games that started were New York at Atlanta, Chicago at Philadelphia, Memphis at Washington. 7 o'clock, it was Utah at Houston. 7.30, the Clippers at Cleveland, and 9 o'clock, Miami at Portland. So there you go. That's your NBA. And remember, the All-Star game, the All-Star weekend is next weekend. That's right, yeah. a.k.a. the Kobe Bryant uh, extravaganza, I'm sure. Yeah, actually. matter of fact, oh, yeah. uh, after Wednesday, we'll start your All-Star break. So That's true. And uh, so we have, uh, for the NHL, I guess uh, we had a trade. And uh, what was that, Robert? We had a trade with the Kings. I know they Yeah, it was uh, goaltender Jack Campbell and forward Kyle Clifford. 
to the Toronto Maple Leafs for uh, uh, his last name is Moore. I think it's uh, Tyler Moore. I, I'm not sure on so. his per, so. first name, but he's a California native. He's a young forward, and then I guess they exchanged some draft picks. Toronto's got a major uh, goaltending issue with Frederick Anderson being hurt, and they don't have a reliable backup, so this is the best way that they could solve that problem. So Okay, yeah. so there you go. And uh, the guy that the uh, the Kings uh, traded, was, I think, was a longtime uh, king. Yeah, Kyle Clifford had been there uh, since 2009, and he, he was on both Stanley Cup teams, right? Both uh, 2012 and 14. So, okay. So yeah. the NFL and the NHL standings: we have in the Atlantic Division the Bruins with 80 points, Tampa Bay 75, Toronto 66, Florida 64, uh, Montreal 61, Buffalo 56, Ottawa 47, and the Red Wings, who did beat the Bruins today. This isn't reflected in these standings. They had 30 points. Red Wings are the worst team in the league. Bruins are the best team in the league, but the Red Wings won today. Cause that's, yes. that's sports for you. Metropolitan Division, Washington 77, Pittsburgh 73, Columbus 69, the Islanders 68, Carolina 67, Philadelphia 67, uh, the Rangers 56, 56, yes, and New Jersey 50. In the Central Division, in the Western Conference, St. Louis at 73, Colorado 68, Dallas 67, Winnipeg 61, uh, Nashville 59, Minnesota 58, Chicago 58, and in the Pacific, the uh, crazy and wild Pacific, uh, Vancouver, which, which Robert used to, when we had our hockey group, used to update us on the Pacific race all the time, but since yes. the team isn't in it, he doesn't do it as much. Vancouver no. <laughs> 65, Edmonton 64, Vegas Golden Knights 64, Calgary 62, Arizona 61. That's crazy. Yes, uh, but then you, you drop off to San Jose at 52, Anaheim 51, and the Kings at 43. Yeah. In today's game, as I said, uh, oh, the playoff matchups would be Boston now with the best record in the East to play either Carolina or Philadelphia. Right now it would be Carolina that has the, that spot, but, you know, with tiebreakers. They'd play one of those two teams, which would be the second wild card. Uh, Tampa Bay would play Toronto right now. Washington as the uh, second team and the second division leader would play uh, the Islanders at the moment, and Pittsburgh and Columbus would meet. In the West, St. Louis uh, would play Winnipeg uh, or uh, Arizona. Colorado would play Dallas. Uh, then we have Vancouver uh, would play Calgary, and we would have Edmonton and the Vegas Golden Knights. Again, as I said, the Red Wings beat the Bruins three to one today in Detroit. So the Red Wings, uh, the Bruins have lost two to the Red Wings this year. The Bruins have the best record, as I said. So uh, whatever. And uh, uh, Buffalo, uh, Anaheim beat Buffalo three to two. By the way, they also. did. They did. Yeah. At six o'clock, we had the the uh, Kings at the Rangers. 7, Chicago at Winnipeg, 7.30, Minnesota at Colorado, and we had one death in the NHL circle, and that is, I have him over here, Brian, uh, uh, here he is, uh, Brian, uh, hold on, Brian Glennie, I know, is who it was, and uh, I have his information as soon as I get my right page. Hang on, folks. This is not good. I have a lot of pages today. The XFL, I wrote a lot of stuff down, and that took up more room than I expected. Okay. yeah, boy, I'm telling you. Well, Brian Glennie was on the uh, on the Canadian national team, and they were a bronze-winning team. And uh, That was he, in 1968, uh, I believe. Right, okay, I found it. Brian Glennie, yes, he, he died. He, he was 73. He played with the Maple Leafs from 69 through 78 and 18 games with the Kings in the uh, 78-79 season. He had 572 uh, games. 14 goals, so he was a defensive defenseman. You don't see that as much anymore. No, and 100 don't. assists. And uh, in 68, he was, uh, again, the, on the Canadian national team that won the bronze. I remember our team wasn't very good. I remember rooting hard for uh, the Canada team and listening to them on shortwave and uh, hoping they'd come through because uh, they were uh, fighting the evil, evil empire. But, uh, uh, you know, they correct. did not. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, they came in. That was long before international hockey and, uh, you know, having the Russians in the league and all that. So has anybody else got anything we need to do before we Yeah, we have one more NHL headline. It sounds like the uh, things are going well, that the NHL players will be back in the Olympics. So if you uh, like they're, Olympic hockey. Yeah, they're, they're going to be uh, having a meeting on Tuesday. Uh, they're opening collective bargaining discussions. So uh, we'll see. It's not a done deal that they'll be back in the Olympics, but it looks good. Uh, they, and where are the Olympics have, in uh, 2022? It, it'll be in China. Okay. In, yes. in Beijing. 
So Okay, yeah, things have gone well. Uh, we're going to China lately for other leagues. I don't see why they shouldn't yeah. go. <laughs> well, and, and, maybe the, and maybe the Corona beer virus will be gone. Yeah, yeah the Corona beer virus, that, right. That, yeah, that Mexican beer. You that, know? Is, yeah. actually, that, could be an, that could be an antidote. Maybe there's something to that. We'll have to yeah. get somebody to experiment on that and find out. There you go. Yes. Drink a few Coronas to see if it works. Uh-huh. Okay, so we got anything else? Oh. We're, are we ready to go here? We don't. So, Sean, let's wrap we're it up. Done. All right. Well, first of all, uh, I want to thank all of you for listening, and uh, we want to thank the Academy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and all the little and people who way, helped us uh, yeah, get to by where the we way, are the red, it, I did flip past. They showed the red carpet. They had rain, and the little they, the little tarp they had was leaking on people when they were going down <laughs> yeah. the carpet. That, that's kind of funny, all dressed up. It anyway, never rains in Southern There's a song about that. It never rains yeah, in never Southern rains California. Yeah, never rains in Southern California. California. But anyway, uh, if you want to leave us a comment, a uh, question, criticism, hey, we can take criticism. We can. 800, yes, 800-693-0595. Option number two, please. Hey, you can be that first voicemail. We're still waiting for first voicemail. Voice That's right. There's a special so, prize for it, and we, we don't know what it's going to be, but yeah. uh, well, I'm sure we'll have one. Yeah. Also, if you want to listen to us again, or if you want to tell a friend, and go to legendoldies.com, download Sports Lounge Live, or in your podcatcher, if you want it delivered to you every week, type in on the words Sports Lounge Live, all three words, or the same thing for all things radio, three words, or for the coffee club, you do Wednesday coffee, two words, and they will be delivered to you. And on your smart device, you just say play uh, Sports Lounge Live, all things radio, or Wednesday coffee, whichever one you want. And then if it doesn't give you the current one you just keep saying next and the other thing is go to 773-572-3006 option nine is sports lounge live option eight is all things radio option seven is the coffee club option three is some old-time radio some cbs mystery theater check that out uh and when you're listening you can listen and then just hang up Call back in, continue listening on this. If you call back on the same phone from where you left off and archive on there, whatever option you're listening, just hit pound. Eventually, when we get 10 episodes on there on each one, it'll go through go through 10 and then just it keeps resizing. So it deletes the oldest one as it gets 10. But so check all of those ways to listen. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, uh, tell whoever, tell someone you don't know. Uh, we're going to be back next week. Right. Uh, All Star break, uh, Daytona coming up, uh, spring training pitchers and catchers. Bill will be in Florida next Sunday by the time we start. He'll give us a full report on spring training. Yes, he will. So, anyway, we want to thank all of you, and we will say see you next week. Right. Take it easy, folks.